Hey everyone, I'm Veronica Roshek, and I'm your host of the Amplify Iowa podcast. This is a place to hear the stories of our favorite, some of the fastest growing, and some super unique local businesses directly from their leaders. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go ahead and get started. On this episode of the podcast, we have a true startup story for you. I have with me Taufik Shah, who is the founder of Lola's Fine Hot Sauce. This is a local generational family grown hot sauce that has some strong immigration roots from the Philippines. The flavor of this hot sauce, if you have never had it, will just truly blow your socks off. I personally love it. It's in all kinds of stores right here locally and just all around the country and even internationally. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I want to go ahead and let you just take over and tell us all about this business and how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for letting me be on your podcast. This is an incredible, so truly humbled to be on here. It's such a great experience. It, it, yeah, so I mean, I think you did a great job of describing it. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> which is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, to get a little bit more in depth, you know, so Lola's, you know, it is a generational family recipe. And I, and I want to start with what Lola's means. So um, like you mentioned in the intro, you know, my mom, she's from the Philippines. So my mom came here as an immigrant doctor from the Philippines uh, to take care of local farmers here in Iowa when during a time where there wasn't any. And during this time, my mom would get all this fresh produce, all this fresh tomatoes, peppers, and she would just constantly can them for as a side project while she was... Um, working her full-time job as a doctor. And every single meal that I had growing up was always accompanied by a bottle of hot sauce. It Mm -hmm. was just a normal thing for us um, and for me growing up. And one of the greatest things is, you know, my mom, she started her own medical practice. And, um, you know, I got to learn from her growing up, see that, that true entrepreneur spirit with taking care of other people and in a small town, too, with a great community. And my dad, who's from Pakistan, he was also a doctor, but was in the army for 40 years. He was always gone. He was always traveling for work. He he had no choice. He was deployed. Mm -hmm. And when the military says you have to go there, you have to. So, you know, my mom would pretty much raise me while I was growing up. And and for me, this is a great homage to pay back to her. Uh, But the name Lola means grandmother in the Philippines. And the reason why I called it Lola's, two reasons. Number one, it sounded better than what I thought it was going to be. I was going to put Hot Shaws was going (laughs) to be the original starting point of the company. And I was going to name each flavor after one of our family members, like my sister Hannah. Like, this is Hannah's way. Hot Shaws, right? All Shaws in the family. Um, But then I thought about this. You know, I've got my son, Talon. I was the first in my family to have uh, a son. And, uh, you know, my mom played an integral role in helping raise him. It's just traditional Filipino family. It's what grandmas yes. do. It's what Lola's do. Okay. And um, she ended up, um, you know, just playing a big impact. She became to the point where my sisters had kids. And now nobody calls her mom. They all just call her Lola. Hmm. So it's 2015. I'm working my corporate job. And uh, there was a food day at work. And I was looking for something to bring to this food day. And lo and behold, I had a bottle of hot sauce. It was almost like fate because it was sitting on my kitchen counter. And at the time, I was living downtown Des Moines. And, you know, it's like, here's the door. Here's the counter. Oh, I'll just grab some hot sauce. Take it to this food day, which happened to be a taco food day. Oh, perfect. So I brought this hot sauce in. 
and everybody said it was the best hot sauce that they have ever had in their entire lives. And they literally asked me where they could go buy this. And I said, well, you can't buy it at the store because it's my mom's recipe, but you can buy it from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and people were like, oh, cool. How much do you want for it? I'm like, yeah, 20 bucks, you know, for a bottle of hot sauce, which is high yeah. <laughs> at the time. Um, but anyway, so, you know, right then and there, that's when the idea came to me to start Lola's. And, um, you know, I worked my corporate job for a while and eventually left that to pursue Lola's full-time in 2016. And uh, the rest has just been kind of history. So, Yeah, that's awesome. It's such a great story. And so um, then as you obviously have something that people want and desire, and it's a really great story with everyone from your family all intertwined into it. Uh, such a nice story. How in the world do you go from working a corporate job to figuring out how to manufacture and, <laughs> you know, distribute and mass produce a family recipe? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, when we first started Lola's, it was just my mom and I. You know, I was still working full time. Friday, sure. Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. my mom and I would rent out a commercial kitchen. And um, I think it was a bar. Yeah, it was a bar in Valley Junction, which is over in West Des Moines. And we couldn't even get into this place until 11 at night. So my mom would get, my mom and I would get in there. We would make the hot sauce until like 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then we'd go get some sleep, go back to this place and make some more. It was a commercial kitchen, of course. And, um, you know, we were making it and we were pumping out maybe 20 to 40 cases a weekend and I would just take those cases and sell them every day at the farmer's market and you know it came to a point where you know I said there's got to be more than just doing this this is no longer a hobby I, I enjoyed I, I love the brand I loved seeing people enjoy your product when they would buy it from the farmer's markets and I'm like there's got to be a way to get this to the masses you know then we started online orders and mm. I mean at one point when I started Lola's I was delivering it myself um, and then I walked into a local grocery store called Hy-Vee here locally in Iowa big local big local <laughs> 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 Anyways, they loved the hot sauce. They brought us in immediately to the one store. It was the West Des Moines store over in West Lakes was our very first okay. store. And uh, from there, you know, I said, shoot, if this store will bring me in, maybe the rest of the Hy-Vees will. Loaded up my car and started selling to tons of them um, all across the, the metro. But then I realized, hey, I don't have... You know, and this was a time where food regulations were, as long as it was cooked in a commercial kitchen, you had your certificate of insurance and all that, and you were following rules, it's good. You didn't have to have a super fancy label, just follow this, the regulations. But we didn't have a fancy label. You know what I mean? Avery labels can only get you so far mm -hmm. <laughs> when you're printing them. Um, so, you know, I ended up actually... Um, reaching out to uh, several different manufacturers here in the state of Iowa. Nobody would touch peppers. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody even knew how to begin or where to source them. So I, I took a random trip to um, Colorado, just fate. I Googled co-packers and I'm like, oh, cool, Colorado. I've never been to Colorado. Let's go to Denver. Went to Denver, figured out not only how to make our hot sauces, but really understood the science behind it, the, the quality, the health benefits, the different flavors, the different flavor profiles, mm -hmm. and the different types that you can grow from different regions. And we, you know, I said, hey, what if we take these unique peppers and create a several different flavors that just shine on their own without burning your face off? Mm -hmm. And uh, we did it. We launched the original, the ghost pepper, the Trinidad Scorpion, and Carolina Reaper. And from there, we, we just grew to the masses. We were in, I think, five or ten hy -Vee 
Hy-Vees. Um, we went to their distribution facility. Soon we were in all 200-some-plus Hy-Vees. My next biggest deal was Kroger. So I mm. shipped some samples to Kroger. If you don't know, they're the largest yeah, grocery chain. Yeah, they're big one. Yeah. So I, I shipped hot sauce to the buyer down in Texas. And he said, this is the best hot sauce I've ever had. I put you in planogram for period nine, and you're on the shelf for this. And I didn't even know what that meant. And then I, I don't have a clue what that means. I, I do now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly what you want to hear in this industry. <laughs> so the planogram meant that we're, you're going specifically on a specific spot on this shelf across X number of stores. Mm. Come to find out, it was every single Kroger store in Houston and Dallas. So it was like 300 stores. Wow. And we were just like, I was just, this was, so I was doing Lola's for about, six or seven months just making it on my own and selling in farmer's markets. This was six months in retail after getting a product that was 100% compliant, great label and everything. Mm -hmm. So not only did we pick up all the Hy-Vees, but we picked up Kroger stores. Wow. And uh, I was like, wow, this is huge. It was our first large order. Um, yeah. And from there, we just kept growing to multiple retailers across the country. So that's kind of how we got started. You know, it's just learning how to co-pack everything, how to get your manufacturing right and just building upon mm -hmm. that brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. So then with that and how like, gosh, I how how nice that you were able to land on such a good manufacturer right off the bat too. That would be huge, I'm sure, in this in trying to get the recipe right in a different environment. So I think immediately like Colorado, like I know different areas of Colorado, elevation, all of that. <laughs> Is all of a sudden the recipe change when you have to go uh, you know, to that different environment did they have to like rework your recipe to a point <laughs> to get it to work or anything like that no so the good thing is you know we do have to rework recipes from time to time yeah. depends on equipment but our recipe has been using the same ingredients since my mom i mean it tastes exactly homemade we use the same suppliers we negotiate contracts with our farmers and try to source everything as local as possible especially now because now we work with 10 different manufacturing partners um, across the country including iowa to really grow our brand and it's just you you know, and, and I should let you know now, you know, back then when we first started Lola's, we were probably in about 500 retailers. Now we're in close to 10,000 and growing across the country. Wow. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been crazy launching new products and stuff, but nothing has changed. All recipes are still the same. Everything is all natural. It's vegan. It's gluten-free. It's, um, it's just delicious food for everybody and just the way that my mom wanted it. That's awesome. What does your mom think about this becoming <laughs> such a mass produced thing from her <laughs> from her home kitchen that goes with every meal? <laughs> she is, you know, she's a traditional Filipino mother where yeah. she will not show or wear her emotions, but you can just tell she was super excited like for this new um, new thing that we have. Um, I was part of a program to find the next best product Amer of, in America with Lowe's, the home improvement retailer, mm -hmm. their Lowe's executive team, and then Damon John from Shark Tank, which was awesome. I got a chance to sit down and talk to them and pitch the CEO and all the all the people from Lowe's about how our product would be a good fit. And they picked us as a finalist ah. and gave us truly amazing uh, amazing tools like for example they're going to be doing our marketing come may fit may first um, to help us drive sales and push they give us placement in lowe's online and placement in lowe's stores and then a mentorship with damon john which is incredible but the cool thing is 
we're getting ready to launch in the next two weeks across 1,300 of their stores. And it's a big display like this. Wow. It's actually bigger than this. It's uh, twice the size of this display. Um, this display that I'm showing you right now for the yeah. masses that are listening <laughs> to this, this holds seventy or this holds 48 bottles of hot sauce. Uh -huh. The one for Lowe's holds 168. So a lot bigger. But the cool thing is my mom's face is on the display. Oh, that's I mean, neat. you just can't. You can't miss it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it really has that feel then right off the bat of the homegrown thing. And I mean, I really love the current uh, logo and label. I feel like it's very like fresh and modern, but still like, you know, it's just like a solid logo. So if you don't know what it is now, as you come go through the store and look in the hot sauce, you'll have to take a peek at it but uh and, and grab a bottle and try it out but look for the red jalapeno yeah 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 <laughs> love it <clears throat> so with that then too so like hot sauce obviously is the number one thing and you've got multiple kinds now as you listed off those those four prime ones but as i'm in your facility here <laughs> There is not just hot sauce uh, that is Lola's. Like, for example, uh, you know, the thing that always or did catch my eye was there is a margarita or not a margarita. Sorry, a Bloody Mary mix. And so that is something that I definitely want to try. What else do you have going on here? What else are you producing? <laughs> so we have so much going on. So we when Lola's originally started, we started with my mom's core four original, which is the original, the ghost pepper, the Trinidad and Carolina Reaper. Yeah. And those are the world's hottest peppers. But for good flavor nothing's meant to burn your face off <laughs> one of the new flavors we launched we launched our buffalo so it's basically lola's but it's infused in a buffalo sauce with mm -hmm. barrel aged cayenne peppers and real butter which makes it fantastic oh. and then we launched our new one called our green jalapeno and serrano so this was one of my mom's very first originals we were saving okay. it for a good time to launch it and just with everything that's happened over the past couple of years we thought this would be a great time to bring something out there that was really hit home or you know hit home for my mom and bring it out and we launched the green jalapeno and serrano and then of course for the heat junkies we have the family reserve which is incredibly <laughs> hot excuse me uh three-fourths of that bottle is all barrel-aged Carolina Reaper peppers. It's hot, but it's got fantastic flavor. You still get that great Lola's flavor, but you get that heat for that person that's like, oh, I want to set my mouth on fire. And then, you know, we've expanded to salsas. Salsas, Bloody Mary mix, yeah. like you said. So, yeah. you know, and they're not just any salsas. My mom used to make a bunch of salsas growing up. We would always go to New Mexico, one of our favorite, her favorite places. And as a kid, you know, my dad, he was stationed in a military base called White Sands. So whenever, during the summers, I would go stay with my dad because that'd be the only time I could see him was because he was on active duty. Mm -hmm. um, so my mom would come and we'd all hang out as a family and, and one of the things we like to do is go to Hatch Chili Festival, you know, mm. and get those fresh green Hatch Chilies in Hatch Valley, New Mexico. And um, literally one of the salsas we made is a Hatch Chili and sweet corn. We added a little mm. Iowa to it, right? Yeah. And then, sweet me. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love bacon. So we did a smoked bacon and sweet corn um, okay. using local Iowa bacon. And then we have a roasted reaper salsa, a mango salsa, which is one of my mom's signature dishes and a mild one that she always made. So we did that. And then, um, you know, we had a unique opportunity. I was down at a food show with one of our manufacturing partners. And um, him and I were diving deep together. You know, we were getting to know each other a little bit more since our business was growing and he mm -hmm. was our primary manufacturer. And he had 
it was it was just it was crazy. It was a funny story. So we were in this bar. I can't I can't remember if it was L A. It was L A. Yeah, it was in L A. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We're in this bar together. We hadn't seen each other for like eight months, you know, mm-hmm. because we'd just been busy doing food shows. He whips out a flask and he's like, "Hey, Tofik, you got to try this." And I'm like, "Well, what is it?" And we're sitting in the middle of a bar. He orders me a vodka on the rocks, and he dumps this red stuff in my drink and says, "Try it." And I tried it. It was the best bloody mary mix that i had ever had and i said what makes this so good he's like two things number one the family recipe number two it's got lola's in it and i said great and he's like i want you to take it i want you to do something with it and i said okay so he gave me the recipe and we just kind of fused the two together yeah that's (laughs) interesting and you are right we do have a margarita mix yeah yeah yeah. oh you do have a margarita mix too so i I will send you i'll send you one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Look at that. There's all kinds of stuff in here. Uh, for the hot sauces and that sort of thing to spin off to a different sector of all of this, how do you decide? So as somebody that's good at this, yeah. how do you decide like, okay, so now you have all these flavors. What do you put with what? Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good question. <laughs> so, you know, what I like to do is the original. It's my go-to for everything, right? I put that on, yeah. you know it's probably bad people are not gonna like this but i put on steak i put it on you know all kinds of things pizza you name it but i'm particular about my other flavors okay ghost pepper i love to mix it with barbecue sauce or put it on barbecue meat something smoky about the ghost pepper just naturally tastes so good with something smoked uh the trinidad i love it it is just limey it's garlicky it just pops right up front it's great mixed with like sour cream or mixed in as an additive for like dips or nachos it's fantastic Mm. in nachos Carolina Reaper, hands down seafood like lobster mac and cheese or something crazy like that. It's just so good. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> I'll have to uh, try out those combinations from the expert. Because, you know, you go to like a restaurant or something, you have something with another. And it's like, God, that was so awesome. How did yes. they think to pair these things? So that's <laughs> that's really great. That's a good example. Absolutely. Uh, cool. As you're growing, growing, doing all of these things, the business side of it, right? Because you're not only like growing the product, you're truly having to grow the brand, grow the business, all of these pieces. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Kind of dig into it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. I mean, and we've only hit the tip of the iceberg. You know, really? We've been yeah. In, yeah, we've like just the past couple of months, you know, it's it's been stressful in a good kind of stress. You know what I mean? You know, we've really scaled our team. You know, right now we have 10 employees. Uh, eight of them are full-time if you don't include the restaurant. Um, and we just hired on two more and we're moving to a new facility. So it's been kind of wow. crazy, yeah. crazy growth. But the management side, it's 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 fun. It's so rewarding. You know, it's definitely not your nine to five. I have mm-hmm. this passion for what we do, the belief in the brand. And it's just fun to see everybody work together. You know, we uh, we have a great sales team. We have a great administrative team. We have a great warehouse component. Um, and we have a great quality control team because QC is everything, right? We want to make sure our product looks good, tastes good, is mm-hmm. up, to st- uh, up to par with every ingredient and regulation out there. So we check on all of our facilities. So, I mean, the business side has been... A fast amount of growth, and it's yeah. been good. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it's really taken off. Yeah. So with that, you touched on restaurant, um, which I don't. We haven't really talked about yet. <laughs> so like, yeah. In addition to launching a product, you have a restaurant going. How did that come to fruition? Yeah. So that was kind of the brainchild of my sister Hannah. So yeah. she um, she came to me one day and she said, "I hate what I do. Um, you know, I'm not 
she was working a corporate a full time job and she just didn't like what she did and she's like, I love Lola's. I think we could really do something cool together. What if we opened up a restaurant? What if we did Filipino food and Pakistani mm-hmm. food and fused them together? Because my mom's food is fantastic, but Hannah's food is even better. She's like my mom times 10. She's been able to. That's a high standard That's there. a very high standard. <laughs> I mean, so good. When I when I first moved to Des Moines, I, uh, you know, I would stay with my sister, and she just had a fridge full of leftovers. Number one, I never met anybody that kept that much leftovers <laughs> and was good about it. And number two, they were so freaking good. It was like the longer they stayed in there, the better they were. Huh. And she would just take traditional dishes like you know, chicken salad or some normal stuff and she'd add spice to it, flavor. Maybe it's more garlic, maybe it's seasoning. But it was just so incredible. And um, anyways, fast forward now, you know, we've got the restaurant which she's taken traditional staples from my mom's culture like adobo chicken, which is like a sweet and sour style Filipino chicken um, or um, lumpia, which are Mm. fresh spring rolls. They're like a miniature egg roll. And Pakistani food like tandoori chicken or, um, you know, uh, roasted lentils or something like that. She's been able to take those and take the roti bread and turn that into a taco. So it's a very Hmm. Chipotle-like concept where you can come through the door, you can Mm -hmm. pick a bowl, and you can choose your base, whether it's rice, pancit, which is a Filipino noodle dish, or um, cauliflower rice. And Mm -hmm. everything that we cook is all natural. It's gluten-free. Well, actually, 90% of the menu is gluten-free. Or you can do tacos, which are roti tacos. It's like a souped-up naan bread. It's fantastic. Mm. It's traditional mm. Pakistani bread. That's great. Um, but it's so good. I'm gluten-free, so that's <laughs> always super appealing to me when, when that comes up. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. And where is that located for people that don't uh, aren't familiar? Yeah, so our restaurant is located in Ankeny, Prairie Trail of the District, and um, that's a suburb here of Des Moines. Yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. we've won the best taste of Ankeny two years in a row, so hopefully going wow. on the third year. Yeah, <laughs> that's really exciting too yeah, so yeah. yeah through everything like and through all the growth um sh- surely everyone experiences some amount of gosh something hits them in the face along the road or whatever <laughs> uh there's roadblocks but in addition to that what everyone went through this past year which w- the year that will not be named <laughs> when covid pandemic hit how did that affect you guys yeah i mean on the restaurant side it was heavy i mean sure. we we had to close down for i think it was a month and a half and the restaurant side was not that good. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't good at all. Um, it was almost to the point where we were thinking about closing it down at one point. Um, but thankfully, there's been some relief there to help keep it open. And now it's picked back up, which is great. Um, but for the hot sauce and the retail side, it was it was odd at first. It was almost dead non-existent for like mm-hmm. a month our food service division was completely wiped out mm-hmm. so we do we sell to like cisco we sell to u.s foods for restaurants that carry our products in the surrounding uh states and communities but that was gone it's okay. completely non-existent yeah but retail there were spikes in it so i mean retail was unreal i mean people were were shopping cooking at home more mm-hmm. spending time with families trying different products and we were just like why are sales mm-hmm. double than what they were i mean there were some months where it was slow but most months were were pretty relatively good and um we've just since grown from there and then our e-commerce has just really really grown enormously we've pivoted to more of an e-commerce um opportunity with presenting our products excuse me on um online selling direct from our website but then you know we're noticing a shift in the food trends. Food industries are thriving right now, and we're mm-hmm. we're blessed to be part of that. 
And a lot of these meetings, like if this was a normal year, I would be on a plane every weekend to meet with a buyer for 15 minutes. Sure. If I was lucky enough to even get the meeting. Yeah. Um, to present Lola's and see if we could get in there. And now a lot of this stuff is done digitally. And a lot of people are having supply chain issues. Um, we've fortunate enough have great contracts where we're, our supply chain is great. Our quality is great. So we've been able to really grow into more retailers um, and grow into more places just through having a great solid supply chain and great products. So um, I would say COVID has been rough. It was very rough because if you take the restaurant out mm -hmm. of it, if we didn't have the retail side, I don't think a lot of it would have thrived because a lot of it really helped keep that afloat and keep it going. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Restaurants were certainly hit super, super hard. And there was, all, I feel like there was just all sorts of fluctuations <laughs> where I was certainly one of those people where all of a sudden you're doing all of these crazy cooking things for a while and get really passionate about it. And then it's like, nah, I'm just going to start supporting the local restaurants <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to just really hammer out supporting all the local restaurants. So oh, I'm yeah. sure then that turns and helps but yeah, the digital meetings so uh yeah if you're getting on a plane weekly um and then all of the sudden those particular meetings i'm assuming still happen but then are happening virtually to a point or some of them are anyway yeah. uh so yeah another maybe like curveball but potentially I, I time saver i think it was a plus i yeah. mean it's it's yeah. it's more efficient for a smaller company like us you know um, to be able to have these meetings digitally in the, in the fact that we don't have to risk anybody getting sick or sure. hurting anyone, which is great. So, But it's it's definitely been good with the switch to digital, yeah. and I think it's been a lot less stressful for a lot of other people doing it this way. We were a little disappointed, though, because we were going to do our first large food show, which is Expo West, mm. which is in Anaheim, California, um, and that's one of the world's largest food shows. We were excited it was going to be our first year, and then COVID hit, literally, um, during that time frame, so we were kind of disappointed. But yeah, um, gosh, food shows are the thing. I think I want to go to one of those. You no. would <laughs> love it. I'll take you to one. I will take you to one. It is incredible. Imagine yeah. walking down with any kind of food you can think of on the planet. Yeah. You got wagyu beef. You've got lobster. You've got a whole seafood set. You've got man, and it's free. Yeah, it's free it's to you're try. Sampling everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, that's super important when you're yeah. someone that is putting your own product out there but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly that sounds like a good good event to be able to just walk through for sure uh <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun oh uh, gosh uh so then as you're growing and everything too 10 employees now and you would think that gosh well as as you keep getting in more and more places and this lowe's partnership takes off and all of this stuff um how are you staying true to kind of your you know, this family roots, homegrown uh, recipes, family born, like all of that. Because um, I, for you, but then also, I know there's people listening in for sure that have, you know, those, either that mom and pop store or something to that effect in a different fashion that may be concerned about growing because they don't want to lose those values. Mm -hmm. Um so, yeah, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing that sets us aside from a lot of these other hot sauces in the market is when we're using fresh, real ingredients. Mm. A lot of a lot of ingredients that you see, water is their first ingredient. And when that is, that means like 60% of that bottle is water mm. then diluted down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we stay true by using fresh, all-natural, real ingredients that my mom approves of, so that yeah. we work together on. She approves every quality control batch. So even though I may travel to, let's say, a facility 
in southern Iowa or uh, to another state in, in New Orleans, you know, we might be all quality control and I'll be like, oh, this is great. But then I'll have to ship it to my mom. If she said that doesn't taste good, we dump that whole batch. Everything has to stay exactly what the flavor profile is. Mom has to approve it. And, you know, we don't try to tell a story where we're trying to be the next best hot sauce company in the world. I mean, it'd be great to be that, but we're just really trying to get our products out there so people can try it because not only is the food good for you, but it's so much flavorful. I mean, if you mm-hmm. have our hot sauce, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to name any other uh, hot sauce companies, yeah. but try some of those. They're either just really hot, really bland, yeah. or too vinegary. Yeah. We are neither of those three things. We are fantastic, just delicious garlicky, and we stay true to our roots. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes that makes so much sense. Uh, and describing it that way, I think makes a lot of sense to me too, because for a long time, I didn't think I liked hot sauce because I just felt like it was just hot. And <laughs> like, why do people add this to their food? It's just like pure, pure hotness. I can't taste anything anymore. <laughs> But uh, that's evolved in time for a variety of reasons. But one is just like trying better products um, and things that have certainly real ingredients. Um, And then that does make a difference in like, oh, yeah, there is a good way to incorporate (laughs) this. And gosh, I mean, now I I do. I love hot stuff um, as long as it's not the you know, the super, super hot, you know, <laughs> I, that, that's not going to fly. But right. anyway, yeah, that that's good. So then separate from that, you gave some advice there. You're sharing exactly what it is. And then just like how it's taking off is really the organic growth. And you're just getting your, this is it, which is really cool that you're able to stick to those roots, <laughs> yeah. really, that you're not like, as this is just taking off and going massive directions, that's still the purpose and the value. So I think that's really interesting. But then, so for others, like, and maybe it's food, maybe it's something wholly different, but there, there's tons of people out there that have a story or have a start right now that is similar to you or your sister where they're in corporate or they're in some other job and they just aren't fulfilled um, in some way. And they've got either something that's already going on the side or they've got this idea and they're trying to figure out the, like how to do it. Or maybe they even know some of the how and they just (laughs) haven't done it. What advice do you give to other people that are in those early stages? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I I chalk this up to two things. I chalk it up to how hard you work. And I chalk it up to luck. You know, Mm. there's a lot of components. Like for me, my background was in finance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was... Um, working with individuals, helping with retirement planning and things Mm -hmm. like that to pivot to food. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know the first thing about agriculture. I don't know the first thing about how farming works or, I mean, I had a little bit. All my friends were farmers. I grew up in a small town, but I didn't have that in-depth concept knowledge what these people had. So it was the willing and work to learn. So if Mm. you want to do something, the biggest thing is just keep going after it. You have to Keep yourself focused, even through the tough times, because there have been so many challenges. Being in the food industry is not for the weak. It's it's mm-hmm. tough. And sometimes when you're just getting started, it's a numbers game. The more volume you grow, the better your margins can be. But when you're starting off, it's tough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And especially now, everybody wants a piece of your your bottom line. So mm-hmm. thing is, you got to grow, you got to believe, and you just got to keep hustling to get there. And a part of it is luck. You have mm-hmm. to be, put yourself in these positions where you can 
get lucky, you know, for example, like, um, you know, I was working on a deal. We currently sell to the defense commissaries, military bases. So mm. our products are in all of the PXs. And, you know, I was working with the military broker for a while and he just wasn't giving me the time of the day. And to get into the defense commissaries, it's hard. I mean, you got to go through registrations with the U.S. Army, uh, through the federal government and everything. And this guy just wasn't doing it for us. And, you know, coincidentally, I flew to West Virginia to meet him. He didn't even show up at the meeting. You know what I mean? Mm. Or not West Virginia. I apologize. Uh, Norfolk in Virginia. And funny story for you. Another guy emailed me that I had been contacting about getting into military, another broker. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, hey, Tafik, I can help you after not reaching out to me for four months. And I said, well, I flew out here to meet somebody. Do you want to grab coffee or a dinner or something? He said, sure. You know, he lived in the same area and I had no idea. Literally met with him. And the next day, you know, we were talking, getting our pricing together. I got a meeting and uh, we got in. Wow. So, I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's just pure luck. And it's just a lot of work. I think the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good advice. It's strategic, but also number. You got to just yes. keep going, Abs- right? Absolutely. You, <laughs> you gotta can't keep stop, going. stop at the first no <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, exactly. or the first no show. And that's that, exactly right. That, that's stents too. Yeah. So, uh, and then what the last thing that I really, really want to make sure we touch on uh, because there is just, it seems like you're just on the cups, cusp of some level of just explosion or just you know amplified volume um not that there isn't already so much (laughs) especially here locally uh but what is next for you what are some of the things that are upcoming or big goals that you have that you're excited for yeah there's so much to talk about i think everybody (laughs) is stressed out in a good way yeah we are you know, we just, you know, the Lowe's deal is huge and yeah. one of our utmost priorities. There's just so many amazing things happening. And, and the fact that Lowe's is going to tell our story nationally mm-hmm. on a full court press style to different publications is huge. But, you know, not only that, but we've, we were participating in other, there's a, we're basically, it was for a minority supplier diversity summit and Lola's is kind of leading the path for that. Wow. And we've been able to participate in a few like Meyer, which is in Michigan. Okay. That's yeah. another 250 new stores we launched next week. 250 new stores. Uh-huh. Um, we're launching in Winn-Dixie in June, which is you know another 500 stores. Um, last year, I participated in the Walmart open call. We're going to be launching in Upwards. We don't have the final count, but it could be up to 2,000 new stores. Um, it's just like new retailers are seeing Lola's and the trend that we're having and the story and the value that we add to being in those retailers that they're really getting out there to get our products out to the masses. And it's just been an incredible journey and we're excited for the new retail store launches. Um, and we're working on a lot of new exciting products. We just launched our brand new Lola's seasoning. It's our original seasoning. Um, then a few more that I can't name yet, but you will see them soon enough. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really fun to be somewhere where you get to, or for me personally, uh, where I get to see all of the products and see the process. And, uh, so thank you for bringing me in and letting me be a part of what is going on here. Uh, and, if you have never tried Lola's, I don't know who you are, but you probably <laughs> should go try some um, and just be on the lookout for these new products. We're excited to keep checking checking them out. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Amplify Iowa podcast. If you enjoy these stories, please leave us a review, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, and follow Amplify Iowa on social media. A-M-P-L-I-F-I-A. Amplify Iowa. Small businesses. Doing big things.